This is the Mile High Five podcast with Carl Jensen and Doug Cunnington. We have authentic conversations about the journey to Phi, health, happiness, and some very odd tangents. We interview Phi experts, side hustlers, people on their way to Phi, and those who have reached the other side. Join us every week, and if you want the show notes and links and all that other stuff, head over to milehighfi.com. Hey, it's Doug here, and I just wanted to pop in quickly and let you know a little bit about this episode. It was recorded live at the Mr. Money Mustache headquarters in downtown Longmont, Colorado. This was a screening of Get Smart With Money, and that's a new Netflix documentary, and the tagline is financial advisors share their simple tips on spending less and saving more with people looking to take control of their funds and achieve their goals. The cool part is Pete, Mr. Money Mustache, was able to join us for this very short episode, and the people that he coached, John and Kim, chatted with us for a little while too. So we talked to John and Kim for a few minutes, and then Pete comes to join as well. If you are interested in, in attending events like this, you could check out a meetup called NOCO, Northern Colorado Mustachians, and that's where these type of events are announced, typically at the headquarters down in Longmont. So pretty fun. A lot of people showed up. It was a blast. And if you're brand new to uh, this podcast, to this YouTube channel, we encourage you to check out some of the other interviews, which I'll link in the description for you. But we talked to people like JL Collins, Paula Pant, who was also in the Get Smart With Money documentary, and the mad scientist, Brandon. So many other folks as well, but I'll link those up. And without further ado, let's hear from John and Kim and Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, world. We're at the Mr. Money Mustache headquarters at the Get Smart With Money showing. And I have two very special guests here. Tell us your names and why you're here. <laughs> I'm John, and this is Kim. Hi, I'm Kim. We were Pete's subjects for uh, a year. <laughs> wow. So when did you first, how did you get involved with this? Uh, so her sister yeah. is on Mr. Money Mustache's mailing list, and he forwarded a casting call. And then Kim signed up, and then after she made it past the first round, told me about it. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> this is a very minor detail that minor, we were yeah. <laughs> applying. And then uh, there was a couple rounds of video interviews, stuff like that. And uh, Yeah, it was only like a week, week, week or so after that they mm. were like, hey, you want to join this documentary <laughs> and... Then we signed our life away in perpetuity. Do we need to be like closer? Well, no, no, you're, you're great. I have follow-up questions. Oh, so oh. had you ever applied for anything like that before? I no. think I won concert tickets on <laughs> oh, the radio you did. once. That's right. <laughs> what, what, con- what concert yeah. was it? The best. Uh, it was like a blues. Yeah, it was a, blues, a jazz, jazz solo singer, okay. yeah. which I very much enjoyed. It was a supper club kind of thing downtown Denver. Amazing. It was awesome. Hold up, but now you're on Netflix. Like you have a documentary, like dedicated. You're one quarter of the documentary, right? Like that must be. Yeah. This is a lot different than winning concert tickets yeah. for uh, whatever that. Slightly <laughs> different. And, <laughs> yeah. And then movie <laughs> prize. It was great. It was, it's been wild. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, we had to decide when they offered it to us whether we were going to put ourselves out there. Like yeah, that. yeah. Mosquitoes. Oh, thank you. He hates mosquitoes. That's like the worst thing for me. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay to use profanity, by the way. Okay. Especially relative to mosquitoes. I'm good with it. (laughs) Fuck mosquitoes. 
um, yeah, no, it was uh, very scary to, I was joking earlier about signing our life away, but they, they, in the contract, it was something about like, they own the rights to our image and likeness in perpetuity across the universe. Oh my God. It was, can we uh, even <laughs> use this? Like, can we use your faces on this? <laughs> Netflix owns you. That's a good question. It's actually witness protection. We're not Kim and John. <laughs> So, does your family know that? Have they seen this yet? Or yeah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, they've all seen it. We've gotten <laughs> different reviews. Yeah, mixed from, reviews from family. Not friends. negative. Okay, just you know, some more excited than others yeah. for sure. So, so mixed that kind of implies that some people might not have reacted to it so positively. I want to keep this positive, but what was the? Were people just skeptical that you're revealing your numbers online to the world, or? Where did the, yeah. any negativity, if it was even, that might be too strong of a word, but where did that yeah. come from? Well, it was, it was more about like, why would you put yourself out there like that? Okay. Put your numbers on, on, on Netflix. Yeah. There's lots of fears. Like, yeah. um, I think. Which was a fear we had too. You know, you know, fear that if we put our financial situation out there, especially because like, you know, it, part of the reason they chose us is because I make a decent income. So like there was a fear that people would come after us to like try to hack our finances or something or who knows i think putting talking about money openly is not something that happens frequently yeah so and that was what ultimately swayed us to do it was just to foster the conversation about money and the way that works yeah well and that was part of the i know the producers they really wanted to help destigmatize or, you know, release the shame around talking about fi- financial issues, you know, and we, even though we have a good financial situation, we still have issues, like we yeah. still have stuff to figure out and optimize, you know, so. And some mistakes along the way, too. Lots of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. well, there's no one who has, uh, I think there are some people who perhaps have made no mistakes. Pete might be one of them, but <laughs> I think like, I, I think in my life and I made some big mistakes, like I yeah. stopped contributing to my 401k during the great recession warren buffett has one of my favorite investing quotes of all time people run for the exits when the uh the, or what is it the uh the stock market is the only store where people run for the exits when everything's on sale <laughs> but but i learned something from that and i'll never make that mistake again so i think sometimes you have to make the mistakes uh, if you didn't make them you wouldn't learn and progress and it, it's i don't mistake is probably even the wrong word it's a learning opportunity or some influencer probably has a better i'm looking at doug because <laughs> Uh, okay <laughs> Doug said he wasn't listening but yeah it's all good so but I, I really like what what you've done because I think uh it's so weird how money is so taboo like what are the things we don't talk about like sex money and re- and religion right like we can't talk about money those for and sex <laughs> money yeah that's extremely taboo sex in religion, sex in religion? Yeah. and there's money floating around in that circle too but but i think if we all talked about it like you'll have we'd all be in a better place because then we can just so. uh, yeah we put it on this pedestal and you see like forbes magazine the 10 yeah. billionaires under 30 like f- fuck those people like uh <laughs> we should just talk about yeah. money um yeah and, and well, even um since the documentary came out, like our situation, our financial situation has changed again. A lot. And so like, you know, when we talk to family and friends, you know, we have that conversation as well too. We're like, so yeah, you saw it on the documentary. Now we're doing this. And you know, it's just a constant evolution. 
So what did Pete teach you? What was your number one or number two takeaway from this whole thing? <laughs> As he stares. No, yeah, he stares from off camera. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this feels like oof. a lot of pressure right now. I think. Drink more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a... Uh, What's all this talking? Get back to work. <laughs> Get back to work. Uh, well, well, so, I don't know. We landed after the documentary in taking some things from what Pete does and then applying them and integrating them to our own lives. And then also like they, the producers and director kept asking us like, what's your goal? What's your goal through this whole thing for like the first six months. And we kept being like, our goal is to kind of just get a goal. So that was the start. That was sure. really the start. And um, so I don't know if there's one single thing you taught us, but it's more of just like a, a general deliberateness yeah and that's kind of how i am because i'm not really like mr executive i'm more of a hippie so i just want like a general happy flowery <laughs> feeling of a monetary abundance but that's right? totally what it was like i yeah. think for me it was aligning our financial choices with the values we have uh, in yeah. life and being more conscientious because we were coming out of a period of life where we just didn't have the time, the bandwidth to think through it super well and we didn't have the strategies or tools to do it. So learning how to figure out what our goals were, what we could do, and then aligning our finances with yeah. those goals. One, what are our options? <laughs> and then how do we get there? Yeah. And just worry less about money. Yeah. And as soon as you have less spending with the same level of income, then you're worried less. What did you get out of this, Pete? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> my selfish motivations for doing the Netflix documentary were just that I figured it's going to reach more people, and if I'm going to care about this blogging side hobby that I have, I should care about reaching more people rather than just I'm going to type some shit into the computer because it's easy. So, movie working on movies harder, but it reaches more people and and new kinds of people, and it's fun, you know, like it's it's exciting, of course, too. But if I was trying to be like logical about it, I, would, I was just thinking like, hey. Spread the message to no new audience, and uh, so far I think it might be working. Yeah, friendship. Did you get? Did you get oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> friendship is too. Yeah, but who? I didn't, we didn't know that. Was, I didn't know. I mean, actually, I kind of did have a crush on these two because they're like so, so friendly and charming in their video submission. So they seemed like they would be fun people to work with. Yeah. But uh, nice. didn't realize that they were going to be like part of the friend group and like move to Longmont and everything like <laughs> immediately. That was a big bonus. Yeah. Yeah. We were worried about yeah. that. We we're like, I hope he doesn't think we're stalking him because yeah. here we are. I, I stalk Pete. It's okay. And yeah. We're, we're yeah. kind of business partners. You know. so. Yeah, yeah. There's benefits to being stalkers <laughs> of people that you like. Maybe subtle stalkers. Stalkers might be too strong of a word. Yeah. But, but it, it's kind of funny. Like, this is kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The culmination of it because yeah. we're all here because of our money stories or whatever but we probably won't except for this time when we're recording this shit we probably won't talk about it for the rest of the night we're just here to hang out and have a good time and uh that's yeah. what i love most about this community yeah so. and the and the older our kids get the more freedom and time we have the more we're able to do stuff like this and it's um you know kind of coming out of that intense baby fog zone into like and then being deliberate about what we want to do and how we want to spend our time yeah creating a community yeah, yeah. or being part of a community is really nice yeah. yeah cool anything else doug 
Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Cheers, Pete. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the show. That was the Mile High Five podcast, and I'm Doug Cunnington, the balder host, and Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. Number one, tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. Maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in, in person. So the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using. And that way you won't miss a show. And number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer, this show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. It's really just for entertainment, and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.